The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Yes, that is right. Ashing Larkin, the TV chef and the mindful eating coach, is back with me. One final flourish for 2023. Ashing, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, you too. Uh, we are talking about Christmas. Christmas dinner. So, this D-Day. is it. We have built up the crescendo of 2023 when it comes to food. Um, and you are going to talk us through the perfect Christmas dinner? I think so. And you've got a timetable. So, right. We are cooking Christmas dinner this year. Okay. In our house. We've got a pretty sizable crowd coming. I think it's about 15 people going to be there. Ooh. So what uh, you get is people say to you, don't worry, it's just a dinner. Don't overthink it. It's just dinner. And then I get things like this, which is Ashing Larkin's uh, Christmas dinner time plan. And it starts on Christmas. There's a good half a day's work on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Ashing, I rarely think about or plan a dinner an hour in advance. See, so it's not, ju- it's not just a dinner. People lie. People who tell you it's just a dinner, they're lying. They are lying. Look, it is just a dinner. But it's just a dinner if it's only yourselves maybe. But when mm. you're catering for a whole lot of people, you kind of have to think a little bit more strategically. You can't leave everything to the last minute. You can't just expect to develop these amazing culinary skills that you've potentially never had before. So the only way, like in anything in life, that you're going to get through it is to prep. So okay. a little bit of prep, I think, is important. Okay, so what what is included then in our Christmas uh, menu? I think we should start with a little cocktail. Okay. Uh, maybe, you know, noon time, depending. Some people have their dinner 2.30, 4.30, 6.30. We kind of go middle of the day, kind of around 4, 4.30. You've got an awful lot of work done now by noon, just looking at this timetable. Yeah, well, you see that? you got it because people are going to start arriving, Kieran, and then they come in the door at you and they're handing you bottles of wine and they're like, where will I put my coat? And you're addled and the potatoes are on and they're boiling and then there's something in the oven and who oh checked God. the turkey? See, it gets frantic. So we're not it's going frantic. to allow that to happen okay. this year. We're going to start with a cocktail. So what I would say is if you're doing beers, if you're doing cocktails, if you're doing wine, non-alcoholic drinks, chill your glasses if you can, or maybe just fill a nice bucket. Have your glasses laid out. So from the night before, do a little recce on the drinks. Have we beer chilled? Have we wine chilled? Are the glasses in? Do we have maybe little slices of lemon? Little garnishes? Things like that. Who's going to drink what? Do we have the mixers in? Get all that done. A lovely cocktail to start with on Christmas Day is a French 75. What is a French 75? It's lovely. So it is basically gin. It is a simple syrup which is equal quantities of sugar and water boiled up together. So it forms this like clear syrup. Okay. So you've got your gin, you've got your simple syrup, fresh lemon juice, a little peel of fresh lemon zest if you want it. Okay. And then you just top it up with bubbles. So what I would do is if you've got 15 people coming, maybe 12 of those will have a cocktail. In your head, batch it. 50 mils of vodka, 25 mils of lemon juice, 25 mils of your simple syrup and make up 15 of those have it in a little jug then fill your Prosecco glass your champagne glass halfway and then as Mary and Jane and Kate arrive in the door top up with Prosecco here you go so you don't have to be flustering over a drink and that's the one drink you're not offering options at this stage now just one drink cocktail cocktail when they arrive okay so what are they eating next canapes okay little nibbles out of their hand nothing that requires a knife and fork or a plate Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm thinking things like um, pate is always a good one chicken liver pate maybe and it's the little things that kind of fancy it up so maybe a little bit of beetroot relish or a little bit of balsamic caramelised onion sitting on top on a cracker on a bit of bread that can be done way in advance they can all those pieces of bread can be sliced up patty yes. spread on wrapped in cling film covered over ready to go um, smoked salmon patty again a really nice one my recipe is so easy it's smoked salmon or smoked trout which is lovely you've got your cream cheese a little bit of mascarpone butter dill pink peppercorns lemon zest so they're the little fancy nods okay pickled cucumbers on top 
a couple of weeks ago, we had dates, stuffed with blue yes. cheese wrapped in bacon. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I think they would be lovely. That's true. And again, just make them up in advance and pop them in the oven is a really nice one. Um, so they're your little canapes ready to go with your okay. cocktail. So people have been uh, drinking their cocktails. They've had their canapes. We're now getting closer to sitting down yes. around the kitchen table, the dinner table, uh, the dining room table, wherever you're eating your dinner. Um Start, is there room for a starter after you've had all those canapes? I don't think so. Skip I would it. do one or the other. Do your yeah. canapes or do your starter. Yeah. I don't think, and I actually think it's quite nice to have the canapes 12, maybe 1 o'clock, and then have dinner 4 o'clock. So, you're, you know, you're building up your appetite. You're sitting down to yes. a massive feast. But before you get there, a little bit of work will need to be done before you get to the dinner table. Okay. So when are we starting our work for dinner? Uh, Christmas Eve. The previous day. Yeah, it is the previous day. Because you do, you want to be sitting on the floor playing with the toys and fixing things and... Yeah, but on Christmas Eve, I want to be up indoors having a pint with all of my friends and neighbours as well. I don't want to be blanching potatoes. I don't even know, Ashing, what blanching (laughs) potatoes is. Between 12 and 3. I've heard people say it and I go, yeah, okay, blanch potatoes. <laughs> what, is bl- what is blanching a potato? So you're going to do... You're gonna blanch was in the Golden Girls. That's about all I know. <laughs> you're going to do it with your vegetables and you're going to do it with your potatoes. The problem that people run into on Christmas is like that when you're feeding a big group. Like if you're going to cook your ham, right, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you have a saucepan or a pot that is big enough to fit your big ham? Uh, have I you checked? I don't, I don't know how big the ham is. See, someone needs to check. Yeah. This is fundamentally a big problem that people are in time and time I've again. I've outsourced that. Have it's you? It's been checked. Nice. Tick. Delegate. Yeah. You see, okay. there's there's the top tip. The turkey is the same. I know this sounds like a mad thing. Does it fit in the Does oven? Does it fit in the oven? Yeah. Genuinely, I have seen hacksaws, chicken wings and legs been cut off on Christmas. Yeah, I think I do oven. remember maybe that happening before in my own house. Yeah, uh, so you got to be times. careful. You could just kind of flatten it and put it on the barbecue. You could, spatchcock. Yeah. Absolutely. If you've got one of those lovely big eggs outside, you could totally do that. Everyone has experienced Christmas Day with the electricity gone at some point in yes, their lives. Yes, And people standing out in the rain barbecuing. It's not <laughs> good. An umbrella. Not good. Expletives along the way. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to avoid all of that today. Um, blanching your veg. So look, all it's going to take really on Christmas Eve is probably two or three hours. It's just, or else you're going to buy your veggies prepped. Like, I mean, you have two choices, but if you're going to do them at home, peel them, slice them, and then boil up, bring your water to boiling, um, a little bit of salt in there, and then plunge your vegetables in. So I'm talking things like my Brussels sprouts, my carrots, tender stem broccoli, they go in in advance and you do them each individually, not all together. So plunge them in, cook them for maybe four, five, six minutes till they're half cooked. The hardness has gone out of them. Okay. And then you plunge them into ice cold water. Okay. So you're shocking them. You're refreshing them. What that does is it keeps them crunchy, keeps the colour, keeps them beautiful. And then on Christmas Day... And leave them in that water? No, overnight? out of the oh, water. Say. So yeah, half cook them... Drain them. Drain them into the ice cold water. Couple of minutes is all. Okay. And then out of the ice cold water. Out of water. that. Wrap them in damp kitchen paper. Okay. And then in a container, lunchbox, whatever, right. in the fridge. And then on Christmas Day, a little bit of butter, maybe garlic butter. Yeah. Fresh tarragon in the oven, roast them off. Okay. Broccoli, same thing. If you've done your tender stem, you can actually reheat that in the microwave or you can just plunge any of these veggies back into water again on Christmas Day. But the idea is that they're going to cook really quickly. Um, okay. Which is really nice. So that is our pre- is that it? that's our preparation the day before. Oh, gee, Christmas! Oh, up. Come on, cranberry sauce, homemade cranberry sauce is a sensation. I it's, just I know. Open the jar. I know. On Christmas Day, I'm gonna I'm gonna scribble that out on your timetable here. Where's cranberry sauce? <laughs> and I'm gonna write at two thirty-five. 
open cra- open jar of cranberry <laughs> sauce. Open jar of cranberry sauce. Let brilliant. me tell you, if you were going to do it, 100 mils of water, 100 grams of sugar, 300 grams of fresh cranberries. They come in the 300 gram bag and the zest of one orange. You basically just put it all in okay. and boil for 15 minutes. It genuinely, it's one of the things I don't not do anymore. It is fabulous. It's a it's a game changer. All right. Um, potatoes. Let's talk about potatoes. Yes. Three types of potatoes. Rose potatoes. Only. Mashed potatoes. Yes. And dauphinois. Oh, yeah. There you go. Now, They're the three. See, I, I know when it comes to eating this food, I know what it is. Um, actually, I'd just be happy with just roast potatoes. Okay. If someone, yeah, I wouldn't, if someone, if I was going to someone else's house, yeah. just roast potatoes on the plate, yeah. I wouldn't kind of go, oh, where's the mash or the That's dauphinois? Right. Yeah. Roast Ooh, and stuffing. Roast and stuffing. As long as I have roast potatoes and stuffing, I'm, yeah. I'm done on Christmas Day. I'm all good. Roast potatoes. Um, top tip number one you're going to parboil them like we spoke about. Okay. Get yeah. Them half cooked. Then. This is what people don't do. You've got to heat your duck fat or your oil or your butter on your tray first. Okay. You want to put those cold potatoes onto a sizzling hot tray with the oil sizzling. Okay. Makes a huge difference to getting them crispy, keeping that crispness on them. Um, the other thing then is on that tray where you put your duck fat or your oil, you want your garlic. So smash up. Just leave the skins on. Just okay. Just smash it up. Uh, and then your herbs. Thyme, rosemary, sage. Okay. Sage is quite a floral one. It's quite a big flavour. Don't overdo the sage. Loads of rosemary, then thyme, then a little sage, I would say. Okay. Um, plenty of good salt on them. Season them. P- potatoes, if you go to a restaurant or hotel, they're seasoned really, really well. It's something we kind of don't do enough at home. Yeah. You must turn and toss your potatoes as they cook at least twice because they want, you want them golden and crispy on all sides yeah. and a good high heat. So when your turkey is resting for about 45 minutes, that's when your roasties go in. Whack that oven up to about 200 and keep tossing those potatoes and plenty of, of, of duck fat or oil. That's the secret to yeah. getting them super, super crispy. You won't get them delicious otherwise. Uh, what about people who do want other types of spud? What should they be doing the day before? Um, Dauphinoise potatoes are beautiful. So mm. take about a kilo of potatoes, peel them. Maris Piper work best. Um, they kind of give a really rich creaminess because of the starch. Then you're doing double cream, about 250 mils. You're doing 250 mils of milk, about four cloves of garlic. Um, basically warm that up. So yeah. put your potatoes in that mixture in the oven and then I love to put a little bit of parmesan or cheddar on top and then bake them in the oven but again that's something that you can do the day before take them out cover them and then on Christmas day you're just putting them back in for maybe 20 minutes to heat them up Okay. dauphin was take a good hour and a half to cook and people always underestimate right. that part okay so are we, are we, God are we even at Christmas day yet are we still on Christmas Eve Kind of, we've progressed to Christmas okay. Day now. Yeah, I think so. We're Christmas there. Day, we wake up. Uh, Santa has been and gone. Chaos in the house. Dog tearing apart Christmas wrapping. <laughs> uh, defecating everywhere. Um, when do we start preparing dinner? Um, you're like if you're aiming for dinner at two thirty, you need to be taking that turkey out of the fridge at about eight eight thirty in the morning. Okay. But not doing it. You just let it get to room temperature. Bring is that it to it? room temperature, yeah. And then you're going to pop it in the oven at around the nine o'clock mark. Okay. Stuffing will need to be made before that. Really nice top tip for stuffing. Um, sometimes people will say after Christmas dinner, oh, that repeated on me a little bit. Sometimes that's the raw onions. If you saute your onions in butter, so f- oh, just right, fry okay. them soft in butter, it makes a big difference to your stuffing. Alternatively, just pour a little bit of boiling water over your onions, your raw onions, before you put them in the stuffing. And it just cooks that yeah, off a little bit. And it, it helps. And again, Fresh herbs make a huge, huge difference to your stuffing. And then you can stuff it in the bird or you can stuff it, you can just, you know, roast it in a tin separately. Sausage meat or no sausage okay. meat, depending on what you like. Um, we've already kind of talked through the spuds and the veg, how to kind of get them back yes. up to kind of Christmas Day um, 
standard. Uh, what else are you doing with your meat then on the day? Um, so your meat's been cooked. You're going to boil your ham on Christmas Eve. Okay. Have that done. Then you want to glaze it. So a really lovely idea for a glaze is uh, four tablespoons of mustard, two tablespoons of whiskey, okay. one teaspoon of honey, one teaspoon of Dijon mustard. Um, and then what people forget or don't know sometimes is that they see this beautiful kind of score diamond pattern yes. and this glaze on the ham. Sitting on top of a layer of fat is a layer of rind. So all the hams will come with this rind. So you actually have to get your knife and just run it Oh, like between the, the top of the fat and the rind and basically you just skim it and yeah. that whole strip of rind comes off yeah. then you're left with the fat that's okay. what's going to crisp up if your fat is too thick if it's like two, three, four centimetres thick it's going to take a long time in the oven to get that crispness so you can almost trim it down a little bit yes, okay. two centimetres cut your diamond pattern in you can stud it with your cloves if you like spread your glaze on top sprinkle with a little bit of brown sugar 45 minutes back in the oven Okay, delicious done the turkey um, you we've can, stuffed it now at this stage yes. and it's in the oven yes so you are talking um, in terms of cooking wise 45 minutes a kilo is what okay. they say and then have your 45 minutes over so if you're talking like a 10 or a 12 kilo bird you're probably talking about 4 hours in the oven right so it does take quite a while which is really important it takes can, up the oven it does and this is why the oven is out of commission for mm. a while until it comes out um, other top tips I would say when the turkey comes out you want to rest it about 45 minutes, a really nice top tip is um, to get some parchment paper, baking paper, spread it with butter, sit that parchment paper over the turkey to keep it kind of moist and juicy and then a couple of tea towels or tin foil over the top and then what I do, and I know it sounds random, take a big bath towel, put it in the tumble dryer or on the radiator, warm the big towel up, yeah. then wrap your big tray with your turkey in this big towel to keep it super, super warm. God, and how did it stink, there. would it? But you just throw it in the wash. You'll have a hot turkey on the Ugh. table. So, all right, okay. Um, what about, what are those dry robes that people use? Exactly. People in Dawkey wrap their turkey in dry robes. They'll be wet after the Christmas week. Yeah. possibly use it on Christmas um, Okay, so you've got your turkey in your dry robe uh, cooling down and that's then the freed up the oven to pop back in your yes. roast potatoes in their kind of searing goose fat yes, and things and like this. Yes, and your carrots and stuff. Gravy. Yes. Um, a lovely little hack if you're not going to make your own gravy is um, you can use your gravy granules Yes. that people have at home and that the majority of people are probably going to use but to kind of spruce it up a little bit. You can buy really good quality artisan stock Okay. Like chicken stock, beef stock. You just pour in all this juice you from the bottom of everything that you've cooked. All of it. All Fire of it all in. that in. All of it in. A little bit of rosemary, a little bit of thyme, a little splash of white wine and just bring all that to the bubble. But that's stock... A bit of white wine. White wine, okay. yes. White wine. But that stock will kind of bring it to... Um, It'll bring it to a next level. What type of stock is that? Nice. Um, it's it, a lot of butchers will do it. Okay. A couple of small artisan producers. If you look in the smaller food shops and the butchers, they'll sell it in there as opposed to the supermarket. Okay, so I think we're kind of. Um, have we got through most of dinner? I think what, we have how, sprouts. Are you going to have sprouts? Yeah, I love sprouts. Do you? Yeah. How do you? How do you have your sprouts? Um, on a plate. However, the person who's cooked <laughs> me my Christmas dinner yeah, every year until this year. You've never done Yes, I've never done it. So I don't know. People uh, with little bits of bacon in it. Yes. And Gorgeous. Yeah. Fab. The only two things you need to know about Sprite yeah. is butter and salt. Okay. As long as there's some sort of butteriness on them and some salt of salt, saltiness. Yes. This is where the bacon comes in because it's the salty. Smoked bacon is lovely. Um hazelnuts oh yes a little sp- so again it's taking it to the next level a little sprinkle of hazelnuts over the top of your Brussels sprouts delish okay really really nice alright okay I like the scent of that what about dessert I think oh, we yeah. yeah 
I generally don't really have dessert maybe on Christmas Day. I'd be just too full, you see. See, I come back about an hour and a half later and I have my dessert. Mm. I kind of, yeah, I'm done after dinner. I can't do it. I don't like rich, see, a lot of Christmas desserts are rich. Like pudding will come out and somebody will light it and things like that. And mince pies, which I I love, but they're just too rich that time of the day. Bowl Um, of ice cream. Bowl of ice cream. Good quality ice cream. Will win all the time. Um, what I would say is some nice ones are cheesecake. Again, it's made in advance. Yeah. Cheesecake is so simple to make. Like if there's a anyone from a 10-year-old up in the house, they can make a cheesecake. It's so easy. You're talking white chocolate and stem ginger. Beautiful flavour. Really a little bit festive, but really, really nice. Um, I have another one, which is white chocolate, raspberry and honeycomb. Again, on my website, Ash and Lark and the recipe, yeah. all of these are up there. Trifle is a classic. Um, or a nice take on a trifle is clementine and passion fruit. Mm. really nice really tasty a little bit of a hack if you're serving custard with anything if you buy shop bought custard you can buy something called vanilla bean paste or vanilla pods Yeah. just scrape out the pods or just pour a little bit of the vanilla bean paste into your custard and you get all these lovely black flecks in it oh people so, go oh, god that was homemade yeah, that's fancy now you can see that. the vanilla pods yeah. oh yeah so that, very good that'll, that'll be a lovely one for you uh, so that's it then what are we doing for kind of nibbles a little bit later or even drinks post dinner drinks maybe an espresso martini or for those who don't like an espresso martini a flat white martini do you know what flat white is in Irish no I don't Bonine. Bonine, isn't yeah. that lovely? Yeah, little white. Little white. Yeah, that's very cute. I like that. Bonine. See, those six weeks are paying off, aren't I'm they? I'm telling you, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what's our flat white martini? So it is uh, 50 mils of Bailey's or Irish cream liqueur, 25 mils of vodka, 25 mils of espresso. Shake it up over ice into a cocktail glass and three little coffee beans sitting on top. It's really mild. Like I'm not a massive lover of espresso martinis. So yes. That'd be a nice little take on that. And then sandwiches about 10 o'clock with the board games. Ah, oh, dipping your spuds back into the gravy. You still do that every year. I oh, it's I'm delicious. Straight through the skin of it. Eat the skin of the gravy as well. By that stage, a little, not the kind of scummy skin. So when, when you get those little grey blobs, no, you don't want to be eating that. Stop. But a little bit of skin. No, no, just let it no, I can't. Hang off a little I roaster. Can't. You know I went out. to try that one Sunday. And because you've talked about that, so good. I couldn't bring myself to do it. It's the coldness of the, the gravy. It just, no, oh, not lovely. for me. Lovely, no. lovely, lovely, lovely. Anyway, <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, so this is great. It is now uh, Friday. So I have, God, what do I do? I have less than 48 hours before I have to start preparing Christmas dinner. Listen, um, I have this time plan. And what I'm going to do is, if anybody wants it, send me a DM on my Instagram. Perfect. Send me an email and I will send it out to them. I have a beautiful PDF ready to go of all the top tips. So I'll send it out if anybody wants it. At Ashing Larkin. You can find her on social media channels. Send her a DM and she will send you this Christmas dinner time plan that I have and when you get it scribble out the bit that says make your own cranberry sauce (laughs) and buy a jar of it do yourselves a favour Ashling listen it's been a real real pleasure and happy Christmas happy Christmas to you too enjoy the break yeah you too and we will talk to you in the new year Ashling Larkin TV chef and the mindful eating coach The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk